welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm. Regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to our brand new season, season four of Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we're so excited to be with you all today. Um, yeah, season four. Wow. Wow. W-O, as Post Malone said, once said, Got me saying wow. <laughs> I don't know if he was saying that about our podcast, wow. but I actually that song was was crafted because after he listened to Dating in the City, he was moved. He was so moved. Um, but anyway, how are you doing today, Christina? Doing great. How are you, Alessandra? You know, I'm doing well. I had a really late night at the office yesterday. She did. Do you want to tell the listeners? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I spoke at Theology on Tap, which is basically this um, big event that um, the big event that the LA Archdiocese um, throws. Um, every year and they do it's like a speaker series Um, and for those of you who aren't Catholic I know that Archdiocese you're like what in the world is that it's basically like the conquering power of the LA Catholic community or the the Catholic community I guess you mean the governing power that's yeah yeah. what did I say conquering oh gosh bless my heart (laughs) Um, but yeah, so they so we had an event. There was an event last night, and um, myself and Dr. DePaolo, who is a marriage and family therapist, um, we did a presentation, and it was really powerful. It was about dating during COVID, but I definitely went there. Yes, and it's funny because of between the two of us. I think, like, there's an obvious choice as to who should speak on a Catholic, to a Catholic audience. I mean, and it's not me. (laughs) You were chosen. What do you mean? No, I, no, I'm glad. Of course I was chosen because also St. Monica's is my community. But I just think it's really funny because so, like, you are so great at, you're naturally, like, a scent. Like, you're naturally censored. But with me, like, so I was talking about, so one of the things that we were talking about, one of the ideas was that I presented that is really powerful for you guys as well um, to listen to. I don't care if you're Catholic or not. This is just great dating advice. But it was essentially to think of your dating life as if your rehearsal becomes reality. Rehearsal is reality yeah, rehearsal been, becomes as reality soon as you told me that i've been using that on all yes. of my sessions yes it's and so i say great. you need to imagine imagine that you're an actor a young budding actor in hollywood you got you have a few cw roles you know a few guest stars here and there but you just got your big break and you're you, you this you, you're working with the top director in hollywood and then of course so as i'm explaining this story mm-hmm. then i say you know and then i'm trying to think of a non 
one disgraced director because so oh. many directors now have been linked to like that's these sex true. trafficking that's rings. True. And so I, but I verbalize that. So I'm like, so let's think of a director. I'm like, oh god, so many of them have been in so many <laughs> scandals lately. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, so I'm talking to a Catholic audience. Like I don't want them. So I'm like, oh, oh, Martin Scorsese. I'm like, no, oh no, he whatever. But it was just so funny. But essentially, it was like the the analogy was you're not going to botch rehearsals if you're cast for this amazing movie. Like, you are going to show up, you're going to do your best at rehearsals so that when filming comes, you're ready to go. Yeah. And you have to look at your dating life like that as well. So true. The, what you rehearse becomes your reality. And then we talked about the myth of the right person, mm. of uh, how, yeah, the myth so of the right beautiful. person made um, popular by Andy... Oh God, I'm Andy. 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 He has a podcast called Your Move. Um, oh yes, 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 yes. And I forget his last name yes. at this exact moment, but it's such an amazing podcast. You guys definitely listen to that. Um, but anyway, it was Andy Stanley, I think. But it was just, it was so comical because I would just say these kind of these things that I then caught myself and it was a Zoom. So also you can't really see their reactions. Right. So, and I was reading my, like I was looking at my script or my my notes because I didn't want to miss anything. So, you, but you know me, I can kind of dig myself into a hole. So <laughs> <That's true. sighs> bless my heart. And it's live. It was live. You're not going back on that. Yeah. And it was, it was also, it was my community. So it was funny because I feel like I was almost more nervous for that than I was for, than I am for when I'm on Access Hollywood or something where it's like, this is live in front of millions of people, but it didn't, it's, it's like, I don't know those people. I know every person. It's different. You're right. That's so different. That's a different level of. Different level. (laughs) Yeah. I was but definitely super nervous, it also but it was gives really you a little great. bit of adrenaline, I'm sure. Oh yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um so Is that filmed or taped anywhere else, Sandra? No, it's no, not. It, it was, was a, a one time event. That's why make yeah. sure you follow us on our social media yeah. platforms at um Alessandra Conti match it's matchmaker matchmaker Alessandra Conti and matchmaker Christina Conti on, on Facebook on Instagram because and Facebook. And, yeah. on Instagram and Facebook because we you don't do want to miss post anything. exactly in our matchmakers in the city that's where we post these these events that you can really only listen to or see once yeah but yeah so it was a really fun time and yeah definitely make sure to keep keep up with us keep up with the con- keep, keeping up with the Contis yes. catching up with the Contis on on Instagram. But anyway, let's pop right into our first segment because we have a lot to discuss today. So our first segment is We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now as personal matchmakers in 2020, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. Love it. Now, that's what you want to describe. Yeah, so this is season two, episode 14, and it's called The Ugly Truth. And um, the awful truth. Oh, God, the awful truth. I'm so sorry. I was, remember that movie, The Ugly Truth? Yes. Yes, with Steve Santagetti. 
who it was based off of. And Steve Santagetti wrote this book called The Manual that was one of my first forays into the relationship advice world. And I interviewed him for Fox News Mm -hmm. at the height of his career, right as they just made the movie The Ugly Truth with starring Gerard Butler that was based off of him. Mm -hmm. And now Steve Santagetti, bizarrely, is, um, I saw an interview with him. Mm -hmm. Apparently he made a bad investment with this woman that literally like is being sued for investing badly millions of dollars he lost all of his money and he's living in a um in a in a in a in a trailer I know. I feel so badly. Because he is a smart man. He is a smart, smart man. Yeah, I looked him up like a year ago. And maybe he's not anymore, but he was highly intelligent. But he also had a little bit of a scandal because he said something... you know, he just kind of, he's not 2020 friendly, mm. you know? He's more like old school, like man, woman, right. you know, man, me, man, woman, right. lady, woman, you know? So, anyway, so the awful truth okay. is the name of the episode. Are there still certain things in a relationship one should never say? Okay, so the ugly truth. So this is the episode where the awful, the oh my gosh, the awful truth. I'm so sorry. It just rolls off the tongue. The ugly truth it does. Um, so this is the episode where um, Samantha goes to couples therapy with James, who was her. She really fell for him, but unfortunately, he was lacking in the um, in the man man physical realm. Oh, um, one of his appendages was quite quite. Uh, quite tiny so hollywood to to i know well i mean i get it though that's really rough and she tried and then but then she ends up she ends up so overblown i don't think it's overblown that is a huge issue or for lack of a better term (laughs) it's a huge issue that's for sure. Or a small or one. Or a small issue. Oh, my God. And she, because he was like, what's wrong, babe? You don't want to be intimate anymore. And he brought her to couples therapy. And she finally just said to the therapist, His, he has a small penis. Okay? So, anyway. And I think it was, like, even, like, like micro. Like, it was really bad. But, anyway. Um, and then the the other thing was that this was the episode where um, where Carrie's friend was in this controlling, really bad right. relationship. This is the main, yes. the main part of the and episode. And she goes and stays with Carrie. And then, she, and then Carrie is, like, being the girlfriend that everybody wants to have. Encouraging her, like, oh, my gosh, you're so much better without him. Like, oh, he sounds horrible. But then, of course, as this all always happens Mm -hmm. she ends up going back with her husband because it's her husband and she loves him and she ends up going back with him and then poor Carrie is the one who is like the the then she's vilified we've all been there I have been there I've had (laughs) friends that have been there friends I'm sorry if I've ever put you in that situation where I'm complaining about a guy only to go back with him in a week um and then the and then yeah and then this is also the one where Charlotte gets a dog but the the dog ends up being horrible um but what Carrie couldn't help but wonder are there still things in a relationship one should never say right yes yes Yes. And I think, so this is also goes with her friendship. That's a relationship yeah. with her friend who needed to vent. Mm. She was probably just needing to get all of it out, all <gasps> air her dirty laundry. God. 
but that that also puts a little bit of puts a little bit of onus on you if you're married and have a husband and or if you're a man and have a wife that you don't want to be just trash talking the person or even a boyfriend or <laughs> right. a girlfriend it's so right there's hard, a lot though. of boundaries right Ugh, right but especially you if it's your husband yeah. it, right if especially if you've chosen to marry this yes. person it's yes. one thing if you're discerning if yes. you want to marry that person oh preach but if you and that is really does require a lot of friends help but you can i think as you you've discuss this with me with your own date coaching and what you've been mm-hmm. advising bachelorettes and bachelors is to be careful with who you share what with mm-hmm. because they can give you their own spin they're only seeing one side of the story yeah and they don't have everything they want most people want you to be happy and want to lead you in the right direction mm-hmm. but they might it might end up hurting your friendship with that person if it's so true and a lot of times people give when they're giving advice, they're giving it based on their experiences. Yes, it's true. So you may say something and they're hearing it, but they're hearing it through the lens within which they've experienced it. So it's not a, you know, you're not talking to a therapist. No. And even if you are talking to a therapist, some therapists give horrible advice. true. Let me tell you guys something. We've worked with therapists. They're the craziest out of all of them. (laughs) Truly. I'm sorry to say that. Meaning meaning as a client. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry if you are a client and you're a therapist and we're kind of throwing you under the bus, but it's not all of therapists that we've ever worked with, but truly, when I think back to, like, our true, like, oh my gosh, what is going on clients, Mm. a lot of them were therapists, so it's just, I think that you just, I'm being real, I mean, I never, I'm not mincing my words here, I mean, people, if you don't want to listen to the podcast, you don't have to listen to it, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm, come on, they're trying to muzzle me. That, this is one place I'm not wearing a mask. The mask is off. Okay, kids. Okay, kids, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> I am not currently wearing a mask. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, I will in public, obviously, and it's forever the other people's safety, which I understand. I don't want to trigger anyone. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, I think that people give well-meaning advice and I think especially as a friend and having been in this situation multiple times before, given great advice as a professional matchmaker to one of my girlfriends or multiple girlfriends, I have only seen it ruin my <laughs> friendships. Right. Ruin. Oh, Nail gosh. in coffin, rest in peace. Wow, because R- you are a I- fixer. P. You are a fixer. I am the <laughs> ultimate fixer. Somebody should not be with me if we like, don't be my friend if you don't want my unsolicited <laughs> advice. And people learn that when you're friends with me. And I do have to muzzle myself sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. I've learned with my good girlfriends you that muzzling, I want to keep. You muzzling yourself is basically <laughs> instruction manual. It's just... You're giving them a simple instruction manual rather than a little more complicated. No, it's so true. I Yeah, Christina, I've told you about a situation where I was like, oh my God, I really held back here. Yes. And it was literally like, exactly, it was like, oh, that's, I'm so sorry to hear that. You should listen to this podcast. 
and do this and do that. I'm just, that's who I am. Yeah, well, that's, that's what people pay us for, Alessandra. Uh, exactly. That's people, what people pay us it's for. It's so true. But I have learned that I've learned the hard way through this, mm-hmm. that through being a matchmaker and mm-hmm. to, if someone's going to pay me, I'll give them advice. Absolutely. If someone doesn't pay me. I'm not going to go there Christina, because it will ruin. Yes. It, it has really yes. upset certain friendships and relationships. And I just, why I mean, do it? Why drain myself when this is what I make money with? And I love doing it when I'm making money with it. But if, and because it's not, it's a different kind of relationship. I completely agree. I mean, I did a community service to one of my old girlfriends right. and did a background check on her quote unquote boyfriend to only to find out that he was still very much with his ex-girlfriend based on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, and it ruined the friendship. Yeah. And that was me using my resources. And I told her in the most kind way ever. But that friendship is, it's never been the same. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, so definitely there are like, no, you're just... If you want to keep a friend, you I think the, the, the whole point of friendship is loving and supporting somebody through the good times and through the bad. Right. And you sometimes want to shake people and be like, are you serious, really? But you really can't. I mean, you can only, you can help them a little bit, but it's all about just being there. Being there for being them. Being there for them. But it, if there's certain levels where mm-hmm. you might say, this is my opinion, you don't have to take it. Because mm-hmm. there's certain dangerous places that people might be putting themselves in. Yeah. And then you do have a responsibility as a friend to say something. But yeah. usually it's more venting. This yes. that's a very that's more of a rare situation. It, yeah. Like if they're being abused right, or something right, like that. Right. And yeah. You you know when it crosses when that it crosses line the and line, you do need yeah. to say something and then if they don't want to be friends with you after you've said your peace that's not your fault Completely you do agree. need to you do there's a level where you do need to say something and i think the same thing goes with in a relationship i mean because that's a whole question here right in a, in a romantic relationship in a romantic relationship yeah i think that there are certain things that it, it's this, the question is are there certain things in a relationship one should never say right. and i i definitely think there is there are below the belt comments and literally samantha jones's comment was the ultimate below the belt comment yeah. of, of you know saying about a man's you know yeah um anatomical um appendage right um, so yeah, I mean, I think that there are definitely certain topics that are just off limits. And I think that it's like knowing that something is below the belt, don't go there. Yeah. And because that really does change the whole dynamic. It's of, hurtful and it's yeah, not necessary. Not necessary. Yeah, yeah totally. Okay. So I think not much has changed in, in, um, in all these years. I also learned something really interesting. So I was always very interested to hear how old or I always wondered how old the Sex and the City ladies were mm, as so, actors or, or just yes in the book. as actors and also well in the the book is horrible oh, and in it's the not series, actually I mean. yeah, yeah the, the book by Candace Bushnell is just not it and they really I mean the fact that she yes she created Sex and the City 
but the writers of the TV show created okay. everything. Okay. It's not like, oh, each episode was based on the book. The book is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody who's ever read the book will know that they're basically, like, these kind of random stories. They're, I get how it was cool because it is, there are little elements of the show, right. but they're not. I mean, the writers of that show are incredible. Okay. They're the true heroes. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I always wanted to know how old the ladies were because I feel like now that we actually know like twenties, thirties, mm-hmm. it will make it would be more impactful. So um, when the ladies started filming, they were between thirty-two and thirty-three, except for Samantha Jones, and she was forty. So that's the their actual ages as actors. As actors. Okay. So, but it's also I think that that's how they were being portrayed. They were in their thirties. Oh, so okay. it's like thirty two, thirty three. I think. Um, yeah. So I just and then um, Carrie, I think at the end was thirty eight. So okay. when she ends up getting married to Big, so hmm. it's just wow. really yeah yeah interesting. It's really fascinating though. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. For some reason, I, they always seemed older, but I guess that's because I we know. were younger. That right? Isn't that crazy? Mm. I always thought that they were like thirty five or right. thirty six or something, but no, they were thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, they just yeah they seemed older. So now going into our next segment, stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so our first story is really has been just exploding all over the media, and I'm so glad that we finally have like things to talk about and celebrity relationships and just like goings-on. Um, so Jada Pickett-Smith and Will Smith... Um, there was this huge thing where um, August, this guy named August, apparently he's a singer. Um, he's 27 years old. Um, he came out in the media and he said that he had an affair four years ago with Jada, okay, during during when Jada and Will were married. Ooh. Also, he's 27 now. She's 48 now. <gasps> so that means that he was 27, 26, 25, 24. She was 23 years old which was like the age of her son and I think he was one of her son's friends and he was really troubled and like they took him under their wing and they were trying to help him with his sobriety and then they ended up that Jada and him ended up getting into this as she calls it quote-unquote an entanglement um, but huh. they and they had an affair. I mean, not an affair, but right. okay. She so admitted. then, so so she has this show on YouTube on uh, Facebook called Red Table Talk, and it basically brings stars, and it's her, her mom, and her daughter, and they bring stars into the red table onto the red table where they're just being real, and they're really the whole goal is to be authentically yourself and to really just like spill your guts into onto the red table talk with like a non-judgment zone so it's interesting because obviously this huge scandal happened and I don't think that they would have ever addressed it um before because she didn't have this platform that was all about um being authentic like when your platform is all about authenticity (laughs) and you have a huge scandal going on you have to come to the table and be authentic that's true so um but i think that it's wonderful and but apparently so they did then her and will well it's wonderful the being authentic yeah i think it's wonderful that like that she no i mean but it wasn't an affair that's the thing 
So um, apparently during this time, her and Will had decided their marriage was over. They were separated. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they are known as, like, one of the power couples of Hollywood. And people were, I mean, people are just so invested in their relationship because they've been together since 1994. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, many, 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 many years. Um, 1994 or 1997. Sorry, guys, I'm bad at numbers. But one of the two, they've been together a long time. Um, and so basically, Will apparently had given her his blessing because they were technically separated and on a break. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about the specific, like, relationship. I think that it's, I think that it's really kind of concerning, um, with specifically this guy because he was pretty vulnerable and really young and just it just it's a little icky for me just because she is in her later 40s or mid 40s and I'm all for you know love and all of that but it definitely something's off with that when that age gap is so aggressive and he was coming to them in a very vulnerable place but apparently she was also in a very vulnerable place as well and she was just completely broken so they talked about it they addressed it will also there i mean he has had multiple indiscretions alleged in um Hmm. while they were separated while yes while they've been there a lot of a lot of rumors are that they have an open marriage of some kind or some kind of arrangement because he's just there have been so many media things um but nothing has ever been fully like this like this is something where they're addressing and they're doing this for the first time and it's kind of unfair also because will probably has done this with so many women and like jada is now taking the she's taking the hit but anyway so in real life my in real life question obviously there are so many things that we could address here but i wanted to talk to you about what you thought about is cheating is it cheating if you're on a break if you're married yes yes if you're married and you're not officially divorced yeah and if obviously if you're catholic and you just you have a you need an annulment yeah, it's that's that's a real problem. But if you're dating someone, this is most people who are oh, we have a lot of married listeners, but yeah. people who are listening if they're single or in a relationship right now, if they decide that you know what, we need to do, we need to take a break right now and I that and if you're clear about what those boundaries are with are you able to see another person at this time or is it a break where we just don't see anyone else and it's important to be clear on what those boundaries are I would say if you're if you're not actually married and obviously and I I already know my thoughts about the marriage yeah yeah I know your thoughts about the marriage definitely um yeah, I mean, I think, like, there's this famous Ross um, from Friends. It's so funny. There's this whole situation, but we were on a break. That's always what I hear whenever I hear about breaks. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. I think that if you're on a break, um, I, I I, don't know. I mean, I think that when it comes to, like, physical intimacy, it's just 
I don't know. It's it's a that's where it gets wishy washy. Like right. I I don't think because personally, my personal belief is that you shouldn't have you shouldn't be intimate with somebody at the minimum until you're exclusive with them. And like in, unless it's a boyfriend girlfriend situation and you are like or literally unless you could like see yourself having their children because that's very probable if you do begin that then you shouldn't be sleeping with them if unless you could say this could be the father of my child then don't sleep with them that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of my my idea on everything Mm -hmm. so I think that I think I think I draw the line between if you're on a break um it's one thing to date it's one thing to you know say okay let me just talk to you know these other people while I'm figuring this out it's another thing to jump into bed with somebody else I think that that's that to me that crosses a boundary and that crosses that's just disrespectful to the person you're on a break with Mm -hmm. because in that level it's you're getting just you're getting really entangled to use Jada's words you're getting a whole lot more entangled than you would if you were just to say you know what maybe I'll go on a date with somebody else Mm -hmm. and then like if somebody's on the wing and this you're on a break like no don't be intimate don't be physical that so that's where the line for me what right. I would advise Definitely. if somebody came to me, hey, I'm on a break. Can I sleep with this person? I would say, no, don't. Um, yeah. If you're discerning sleeping with somebody, it's time to end whatever relationship that you are on a break from. It's true. It's time to make a definitive end. It's true. So Because also they could get that person's diseases. Yeah, or <laughs> that person's child. And then you're left right. with... Who's the daddy? Okay? You're left on Maury. Yeah. Okay, you go from Red Table Talk to Maury Povich show. Yeah. All right? And that's a downgrade. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't even go there. I'm glad you you, yeah. you specified those things. You know, you already know my feelings about mm-hmm. intimacy, so I don't have to go there with yeah. the audience. But, yeah. but definitely that is a big no, no. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I think. I think people need to hear that because mm-hmm. when they hear, "Oh, I'm not cheating." Oh, you're no. The uh, no, dating is one thing. If you go on a date, right. whatever. If you've had, and you've talking had that to somebody, you're on a break. With, that's right. fine. And then you've had that boundary with, and you have it clearly that you're clearly allowed want a to, break, whatever. Right, right. But, you know, obviously tread lightly with that because that's also, you just want to be respect the person you're on a break with. It's but true. Anyway, moving on. So the next, um, uh, next stars are just like us. So a New York City, I loved this, a New York City restaurant hostess who rates the best and worst stars says she's served, bl- okay, she's served blasts cold, oh, she has served Okay, so basically, there's this girl on TikTok, Julia something, um, and she worked at a hostess, as a hostess at Nobu Downtown and Tao Restaurants, which is like Lavo and Beauty and Essex. All of the, you know, the, 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 as Hollywood as you can get in New York. I see. Restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, all of which I've been to and adored. Um, but anyway, so she has served a lot of different celebrities over her time and she worked um, with them for almost a year. So she then was rating all these different celebrities. <laughs> 
on TikTok. Oh. And she gave Beyonce, like, the best rating. She said she was really sweet. She smiled. Nick Jonas, which you'll be very excited to hear, <laughs> got an 8 out of 10 rating. Um, he was, I know, I was so happy to hear that. Apparently he was very too. polite, very kind. Yeah, we had a good feeling about him. We love we love the Jonas Brothers <laughs> yes. here at here at Matchmakers in the City, here at Dating in the City and Matchmakers in the City. And, um, but anyway, the, but she said that Kendall Jenner was like, wouldn't even look at her and she had somebody else speak speak for her and but she said that she was pretty shy I've actually experienced Kendall and Kylie and they are just shy girls they're not inter they're not like vivacious and bubbly with people that they don't know I experienced them years before they blew up as in in the level of fame that they are now but even then they were very more to themselves shy um, I have never... Oh, we've experienced the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Yes. Um, we loved them. They were small and precious and adorable. Um, and then... But yeah. So anyway, a lot of... So I think that this was fascinating. In real life, is the way someone treats a waiter important while you are dating? Yes, it is. It is very important. And we always, when we're doing sessions... With our bachelors and bachelorettes, we like to bring that up because that's something that you want to not just treat the person you're dating with respect and chivalry. You also want to treat the anyone who is around you, serves you. That is a huge, huge indicator, indicator of the kind of person you are. <sighs> Absolutely, Christina. Yeah. It is so important. Right. Um, I... I, I remember even in my all of my thousands of dates that I went on when I was younger, I remember there were some men that were so awesome with the waiters and I would always look at that and it was these were like very successful guys and they were just awesome with the waiters and really respectful and down to earth and then I remember that there was a couple that I was with and it was the um, this guy was the, the, the couple that we were with, he was like multi, you know, almost billionaire. And he was so rude to the waiter. Mm. So rude. And I looked at the guy that I was dating and I was like, what is going, like, what's wrong with him? Mm. And I even apologized to the waiter wow. because it was so, I said, I'm so sorry. Like, I, like, this is really, like, this is ridiculous, but it is such an indicator of who a person truly is. Yes. I completely agree. I think that when we give the advice to the men and sometimes I remember we got feedback that um, the guy was too nice. Yeah. The guy was like, the woman was like, yeah, the guy was like flirting with the waiter. <laughs> And we're like, no, we just we we coach them to be really kind to whoever's serving I them. That too. <laughs> he took it a little too far. He did, but honestly, you can't can't knock him for trying. No, you can't, can't knock him. He was a nice guy. Um, and now our next segment: sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. This is a question from one of our listeners. Hi, Allie. I heard you speak at the LG on Tap last night and wanted to ask you a question. Is it okay for women to ask men out? I feel so powerless by just having to wait for a guy to ask me out. I salsa dance, and it's okay for women to ask men to dance. 
shouldn't dating be the same way? Thanks. You guys, okay, so this woman actually asked me the question this as well on the spot during Theology on Tap because I gave the advice to men. I said, for men, my advice to you, ask women out on dates. If it's virtual, if it's socially distanced, fabulous, whatever, plan, 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 pick a time, pick a day, don't be wishy-washy, ask them on dates. For women... I gave them the advice, say yes when a guy asks you out on a date, but also to drop the handkerchief. So essentially, I didn't go into the whole thing, but, and I gave them Kate Warman. So you guys, Heart of Dating podcast, Kate Warman, there's an amazing episode where I really dive into what dropping the handkerchief means and what exactly the skill the skill set is for dropping the handkerchief. But essentially, it's like leaving hints that, that you are enjoying talking to them and that you would ultimately enjoy being asked out on a date with them. Right. So essentially flirt with the man, okay? So don't go full throttle and ask them out on a date, but flirt. Leave, drop the handkerchief, okay? So when she asked me this question last night, yeah. she, listen, it's a good point. So I said, you know, I know, you know, we work, what we've seen, this is just what we've seen, because I also don't ever want to offend anybody, and I don't want to, like, rain on her parade as a strong woman, but what we've seen over the past nine years is that if a woman is pursuing a man, it it don't end well. (laughs) It never ends well. It's true. It just never ends well. Mm -hmm. And if a woman is like, oh, I left so many hints, then... It's not going to happen because then it killed me. Dr. DePaulo, being a man, lovely, lovely, bless his heart. But he asked us, okay, well, guys, who wouldn't mind being asked to date? Oh, gosh. They all freaking raised their hands. Oh, no. I mean, or at least the ones that I could see on the screens. So then I'm like, great. They're being PC. That's why. And no, and... They wouldn't actually want that. They're, and they're imagining the woman of their dreams asking them out exactly. on a date. Exactly. She steps out of a Victoria's Secret catalog. Like, and I'm not saying that not all women should be, like, No, and I'm not saying that, that all of men think that Victoria's Secret medals are their, their But wait, lives. but now I want to be devil's advocate. And maybe, should I be changing my stance on this? No. Should, but what about for the, for Christina? Okay, hear me out. What about for the first date? No. Wait, but okay, wait. But what about why? But why not? Can't they? What if the girl is just like exacerbated and she's she, and this guy? Because then the, the, the because what Doctor DePaulo said, he said, yeah, a lot of nice guys don't pick up on those signals. They, he, that's what he said. He was like, they don't pick up on the signals, and he's a nice guy. And these are all these like innocent faces are staring back at me mm-hmm. of these like nice, good guys who are like literally like going to a theology on tap thing. And so I'm thinking, and I'm like, why not? Why not? Maybe just the first date, and then just then throw your hands up after that. What do you What do you think, Christina? I think you need to stick with your guns and not get... No, but maybe just the first date with also, a nice your, guy. Your idea of empowering the men to do that themselves, they're going to do it. If they're ready to find a woman who they want to be with, they're going to ask a woman out. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they're wired. That's how they're made. They will do it. If a woman is the one just asking them, they, we've heard this over and over. By So we even had a mammal... A panel of, of successful, yeah. smart men who are 
just being real with the women who were at mm-hmm. that event. And all of the men on there, and they were very different. Very different. They <laughs> disagreed on a lot. Yes. The, the one thing they were in agreement on was that they wouldn't want to be asked out. On a date. On a date. They would want to be spoken to first. Yes. They did say that. They liked being spoken they liked to, to first. Some of them did. Yeah. Some of them didn't. Some yeah, of them Yeah, some did. of the more cocky ones didn't. Yeah. Yeah, Or even more... some of the more traditional ones. Yeah. Were, it, does, it just more, you know. But some of them were open yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, like, the hottest guy in the panel. Well, actually, they were all pretty hot on that mantle. Yeah, Dan was on. Yeah, Dan panel. was on, too. They were all really attractive. Yeah. And they, but, like, you know, the, the there was one that is, like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like a model with like a job, which is makes him even more desirable. But no, it's so true. But then, but then I think of like, like, oh God, it just, this is such a conundrum. Yeah. I think as you said, there's many things a woman, a woman can, can do, do to yeah, flirt to and drop like, her handkerchief. Yeah. But a man, say, oh yeah, that sounds awesome. That would be so much fun to do together. Right. Like you can say stuff like that. But then you can't go that extra, that next mile and be like, awesome, when do you want... So what I told her is, I said, I think that it's totally fine if you want to invite him to a group activity. Mm. Like if a bunch of you guys are going somewhere and, or it's somebody's, uh, like if if a bunch of you guys are going somewhere, you can be like, oh yeah, like a group of us are going here. Definitely you should join us. Is that... Like, I, I, that's what I always coach that's okay. Right. But then after you do that, you can't do any more. No. Then after you do, and usually if a guy, listen, this is, and I didn't want to tell her, but if a guy, like I, I, I was in the, I was on, I was on the spot. Okay. I was on the freaking spot. Yeah, I know you were. And I didn't want to say, like, if a guy wants to bring you on a date, he's going to ask you out on a date. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if he's like super shy, if he's like, oh God, like he'll take, if a guy is interested in you, he will take whatever hint that you're giving him and he will ask you on a date. And honestly, if he doesn't have enough self-confidence and like right. to pick up on the obvious hints that you are leaving him, mm-hmm. then like, let's blame that and say, you know what? You wouldn't want to be with somebody like that in the first place because exactly. he has a lot of growing up to do. Exactly. He's clearly like totally inept and can't pick up on the hints mm-hmm. that you are giving him. Yep. I think that's a great way to leave it all, Sandra. And if it's, it's oh, up it to you. It was such a conundrum, it's up, to, it's up to you if, if you want to use, try to invite them to group date. My only concern with that would be is friend the friend zone it would be getting you might be getting into the friend zone with well, that because then you can flirt with them there yeah and then I you're know dry, then you but see what happens there I know I, I just am very traditional with this and I've seen it so many times I know. I've seen it I and I, even in my own life I've yeah. seen guys who I re- really wanted to go on a date with yep. didn't ask me out yep. and I said why I've done everything I possibly can what am I yeah. doing wrong but then the right man asked me out and I didn't even I didn't drop any handkerchiefs or anything I was just nice (laughs) you were just nice he cornered me and he asked me he said you're lovely may I bring you out to dinner yeah so the man will yeah it's just you want to be approachable you you, want to be kind also you are you have to understand that you give the skinny girl dating advice and I'm trying to give like I did not get asked out that much Alessandra I will have oh actually 
Yes, you did. Don't be. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, I actually did. History. Never mind. Anywhere you walk, <laughs> you would walk down the street and people would pull over in Beverly Hills and ask you out. Okay. So I'm That's I'm trying true. to speak to like the normal woman, the, I know, the every woman. But I don't want them to feel like they need to do so much and and, and no, I have, know. do a, a circus a song show and a dance and a, to get no, a it's date. so true. I I look back at oh god some of the some of the texts. That, yeah. you know, I coached this one woman. It was like we were we were like doing a comedy special with this idiot that she and I'm like, what's the you know, I'm trying we're trying here. You've done everything that you can yeah. and at a certain point you just gotta let it go. Right. You know, you just gotta let it go. I, I think I do need to stand strong, but I was almost swayed last night because I saw those little hands go up I of know. those innocent young men with their innocent faces. Those in those value based Catholic boys who all said that they would want a girl to ask them out, and I was like, "Have has what I've been doing for nine years been disservicing the strong, powerful women I'm trying to lift up?" No, because now I remember that any time a woman pursues a guy, it doesn't end well, exactly. and that's what I was trying to explain to her yes. that. If you're pursuing now, you're setting the stage for the rest of the relationship. You'll be consistently pursuing him. So, so if that's true. the kind of relationship that you want, where you're pursuing him, where you're playing the dates, where you're the alpha in the relationship, go for it. Do you? But that's not the type of dynamic that a majority of women are looking for. No, and it's even if they end up marrying that man, I've, I've heard so many about, I've coached bachelorettes yeah. after they've gotten a divorce or something because the man never stepped up to the plate. Oh! So it just... They're so, you guys... No, it's so It's true. hard to... But it's you can tough. put that energy, instead of asking him out, you can put it elsewhere. Absolutely. And Alessandra gave you a bunch of tips that are good to put that energy in, and then the right man will. It might take a little longer, but the right man will ask you out. It's so true. But I think that if, if that guy that you are just... You're trying with... Honestly, just give up and just yeah. move on to somebody else. Yes. Move on to other men. There are so many other worthy men yes. who, if you literally smile at them, like you said, and be nice and be kind, they will ask you out. Right. So you need to find one of those. Yes. Not some, you know, guy who's wishy-washy. Like I said, you're looking for a cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Okay, not a pebble. So <laughs> let's end with our segment, Netflix and Quarantine. Our Conti COVID classics. Christina, yes. what's your suggestion for the week? This one's been on the back burner, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Oh, throw it's her in. Mars and Venus, uh, Together Forever by Dr. John Gray. This is a book that Alessandra and I both love. Alessandra, you're, she's reading it right now. I, Dan and I are reading it as our... I haven't actually opened it yet. <laughs> She got it as a gift. As a gift for my current relationship. (laughs) Because we all need, we all always need support. Yes, but Dan and I, I read it and then Dan and I are reading it monthly together. We're going through a a chapter or so together. It's a wonderful resource for people in relationships and even before you're in a relationship to to learn more about men and women and how we operate and how to have a healthy relationship. That's what I would say for my Conti COVID classics and COVID classic this week. And yeah, I just would encourage people to respect, um, respect just churches and buildings. <laughs> just, 
I know we haven't, we're not getting political, but... Well, we're legally not allowed to go and practice our faith right. anywhere. Exactly. Christian, Catholic, Jewish... Yeah. Any Muslim, we're not allowed to practice our religion right now. And we can't go inside really church buildings, and then yeah. also church buildings are being burned down by yeah. people, and that's not it's okay. It's not okay. It's and really you don't oppressive. Do that and you're None just, of it is okay. Right. That's, it's such BS. Right. It is such BS. Yeah. So it's that's another BS. thing I wanted to throw out there during no, my Conti COVID classics. I mean, I don't think that that's even controversial. Yeah. It's not saying like, oh my God, we don't believe that COVID exists. Yeah, it does. But if you were, if you've been to any place of worship, they are going so far above and beyond. I must have spritzed my hand with hand sanitizer <laughs> 17 times during Sunday mass. Yep. Like, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Let us practice our freaking faith. Yep. Like, that if you don't want people to be out of their minds, what happens when we're not allowed in our places of worship are is what happened. Yes. Like, that insanity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because people have nowhere to People turn lost and, their minds. Right. So, it's not okay. We are not standing for it. Nope. And I am, I, I mean, this is what, how cults begin. So, I'm starting a colony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's not. I'm not starting to cult. But no, anyway. We just want to encourage people to to continue practicing their faith in whatever way you can at this point. And, and we're with you in prayer and support for yeah. anyone who is upset with the churches yes. being burned churches down. Churches and, and temples and yeah. the anti-Semitism that's been going exactly. on. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting and it is not tolerated. Right. In the anti-Christianity and anti-Semitism yes. that's going on. There is anti-Semitism and anti-Christian. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It is we will not tolerate it. Yep. We will not. This is our protest. We have been protesting this our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Our lives are testaments to this protest. Mm-hmm. We love our Jewish brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and we love our Christian brothers and sisters, and it's disgusting. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so my is. suggestion is also a really positive brain bubbly one. Yeah. It's Filthy Rich. It's the Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein documentary. I think it's really important for people to open their eyes to the egregious sex trafficking that's been Agreed. occurring. <laughs> whatever. What is it? Egregious? Egregious. Whatever I tried. To the <laughs> egregious, and now there's the Wayfair scandal, which is not a conspiracy theory. It has been, um, they, it's just disgusting how they, people label things as conspiracy theories, and these are not conspiracy theories. These are rooted, and these are, they, they have literally, they're investigating like, this is not a theory. These are not conspiracy theories. But anyway, um, yeah, the Jeffrey Epstein documentary is really, um, it's a nice little foray into the world of understanding, opening your eyes, opening our eyes to what's going on with sex trafficking in the world mm-hmm. and how we need to be vocal about how how wrong it is. Exactly. Um, and the dis- just disgusting pedophilia that's been going on mm-hmm. um, in, and this is not a partisan thing. This is a bipartisan thing. Right. Um, this is not political. It's just really important to, um, anyway, so yeah, obviously I'm, and if anyone ever wants to talk to me about any quote unquote conspiracy theories, because I, you know, I love a good one. You know, I love a good conspiracy theory. 
Um, not all of them are authentic, but it is what it is. I enjoy it. Anyway, you guys, I'm really glad that we got the chance to chat with you today. And as we told you guys last week, we will be moving forward with all of our podcasts um, as of now, um, vocally, just podcast only. Um, So we're sorry to not be giving you full videos. But if you missed seeing our beautiful faces, (laughs) you can head over to our new um, YouTube channel, Matchmakers in the City. Um, And there you will find two new uh two new really awesome dating advice clips um one of them the one that we just released yesterday is called the three things to do when he pulls away it will blow your mind Mm -hmm. and then the one that we already talked about was the narcissist the um right three signs that you're dating a narcissist wow a lot of threes Mm -hmm. what are we trying to tell people (laughs) conspiracy anyway all right you guys thank you so much for catching up with us and we just are sending you all so much love during this really bizarre horrible annoying time and we know how tough dating can be especially during covid so always feel free to reach out to us via dm um and or in the comments and yeah we'll we'll try our very best to help you with whatever way whatever way we can all right you guys talk to you soon Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.